0: So how you guys, it's your girl, Encourage Kim here, and guess what? We're back with another dope podcast. So go ahead and grab your sweets and your treats, and let's meet right here. You can catch this podcast on Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify Podcasts. Also, we're available now on Google, as I'm just informed, and also the dopest podcast creation app there is out there, Anchor. why don't you guys stay tuned we have a dope message today we're discussing um the human sexuality we're dealing with the human sexuality of the mind so come on back and let's chat period all right so the issues that stem between custody issues and finances um let's say you know, if the worst were to happen in a marriage to where you uh, did not quite do like a background check on your spouse um, and you know what I'm saying, you were provided it may not have been true, but let's just say your husband was a little scandalous back in the day like in his younger years he did some things, they might not have been true but they're preventing him from you know, being the sole proprietor of his kids you understand what I'm saying? So some men um, and I'm, you know, I ain't going to go there, go there, but it's a lot of things that deal with sexuality dealing with men and their different desires. Some women have that, you know, a fetish, but men require a lot of thinking, you know, to understand them. They require us to think, right? Because men that we're taught are visual creatures. They like what they like. I mean, you, if you grabbed his attention visually, then you may somewhat grab his attention for the rest of his life. You know, if you relying on beauty and, you know, body shape and the image, the image of a wife, you know, um, then you may, as time progress, um, be disappointed because we age. <laughs> We're not vampires out here, right? We're not vampires out here in these streets. So we age. We carry children. Our body changes. You understand what I'm saying? So some men, you know, may get to a certain age to where, or it may have happened a young age where you know, they desire a younger spouse. I know some men, I have friends of mine that are in their 30s, but they desire women. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just their desire. They call, you know, uh, you know, I ain't going to put them on that like that. Let's not do it. But they desire a younger species. They desire their women to look younger. And which leads us to like all different types of things. Plastic surgery, all that kind of stuff to where we try to fit the image of our husbands. We try to set up our husbands to keep them elsewhere. So, If you go into a marriage and the court pulls up, you know, a little background check to where your spouse was inappropriate, you know what I'm saying, around a female, we have a case like that, right? The Duggars? Am I saying that right? Yeah, we have a, a, you know, a famous high profile, you know what I'm saying, um, family that, you know, were televised because of their Christian values. But, you know, one of the sons, um, you know, allegedly, well, you know, had inappropriate behaviors with a minor or with minors. It's not proven. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm just throwing that out there. It was in the tabloids. or I know it was, it was, it was actually a true story, right? I said it was true. So being with that being said, if you have a spouse that has, and if you're already married and you're there, you're battling, battling that issue, I don't think that the court would dissolve your marriage, but with him, with this case, what they did was, uh, while he was out on bond, he had to stay with members of the clergy, with the wife, with visiting the kids. And then, you know, saying that's just what to be said. I don't think, you know, times have changed to where if you have a case like that, um, if that hits your family, then I don't think it's necessarily punishable to your entire family nowadays. Uh, You still can see your kids. You're not obliviated from being around them, but it has to be visitation wise. So if you have an issue like that, they may arise. You know what I'm saying? Because they say our past hunts us. You guys we got to think about the things. I know we like we're young. You know, we should be thinking about we should be young, have fun, make mistakes. But some mistakes can come back to hunt us when we decide to live a better life. And sometimes some people turn over their lives, give it to God, and they end up changing. And, you know what I'm saying? Not remembering what they've done. But what's on paper it leaves a paper 12. <laughs> we got to know that. Shout out to my homeboy. Yeah, you feel me? You know, paper trail. When they pull your paperwork, it's like for a job interview. You know, they're not going to, let's say, necessarily give the opportunity firsthand, you know, to a convict. As far as we have a woman that has not had a prior record. So she'll get the first, you know, opportunity for that job. And if she's not available to fill that position, then it goes to the convict. So we got to be careful when we have a paper trail because I passed what started about 16 years of age and whatever we done, once we become on paper, a criminal or criminalized, we have a criminalized record, then that kind of short changes us in our opportunity to pursue other pursuits. So you may, you know, while you're young, you may desire um, to be single, you may desire to have multiple partners, but, you know, you can change your thoughts, your perception on life can change. And when you desire to let's say go from a single mindedness way of living, single way of living, into uh or a poly way of living or uh, like a monogamous way of living, that's when we have to check your background. And so anything that you've done in your past will therefore determine are you equipped or mentally equipped or ready for marriage? I mean with a single. So let's think and let's 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 speak. Let's talk about it. All right, y'all. So we're back. And guess what? We have an interesting topic this week. Yes, I'm saying this week. So yeah, don't be looking forward to us every week because I don't want to put that pressure on myself (laughs) because I have so many engagements, but I don't want to overwork myself or burn out. But yes, let's just stick to the facts. Let's just stick to the facts. So today we have um some good topics so like i said i don't know if you have educated your teens or anybody that's around you that's listening that's uncomfortable with discussing sexual matter you know even the word sex is like oh she said that on the air everybody is scared to talk about it but we must talk about it because it's a big big part of the institution of marriage marriage in itself is an institution because we like I'm asking God to look at, you know what I'm saying, the same person for the rest of my life. Like, why am I so in love with you? Like, I must be crazy. No, you're not. You have unconditional love. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about the things um, that, or the reason why most marriages don't survive the first three years. The first three years of marriage is for you and that person to build, right? That's what it's taught. Like, we're building. But in the new day and era, you know, we're teaching women nowadays to have their own uh, before they come into a marriage. Why? Because so many marriages um, dissolve with the husband desiring something else like, a you know, a bigger, you know, so to speak, gain. Do you know what I'm saying? So you have some women that choose to be single that's appealing to the married man that like he's bored with or whatever. It may not be bored. You know, that's just a typical term. Just throw that out there, but he may desire something. So if you have that opportunist type of deal, uh, you know, spouse that he's always desiring something bigger. He's not, you know, interested in waiting on God and doing the years that he have to, you know, build the foundation of marriage. Many men tend to leave. They blame uh, irreconcilable differences or, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But that's not always the case the case is that a lot of women who are taught you know by your mothers and your elders cook clean wash laundry do the basic chores of a wife right we're not taught to build businesses we're taught to go to work so you know nowadays you know there are some futuristic women you know that are being raised as teens where they're taught to have businesses so you have some families that are not the same as some families to where the girls or the children are taught, you know, to be generational, you know, wealth bringers, to bring wealth. They're not just, oh, we're going to get married and settle down and I'm going to work this job and that job. So they see that the housewife mentality, which is the 1920s, 1950s era, some men are still raised in that era. and But we know a lot of those marriages left women flat out, like what the civil uh, rights movement um, for women was the 1920s, right? To where we just had got the right to vote. And that wasn't just for, you know, the minority women. That was for the, you know, the Caucasian women, European women. They had gotten the right to vote. But we as colored women, we didn't have a say-so. You know what I'm saying? In our, you know, in our marriages. You know what I'm saying? And our house. So we did whatever our husband told us. And that's your typical housewife. You know what I'm saying? So when we, you know, bridge the gap and we bring it up to the new millennial type of women, we're taught to not to make the same mistakes our grandmother made and our great-grandmother made when they were married. Because when your husband leave you and he's the sole provider, he takes with him the sole uh, purpose of, you know what I'm saying, the finances. Sometimes his finances are greater than yours. He take the children. He take the children. So speaking on taking the children, That would bring us to our topic today. So let's talk about the the, the, the dissolutions of marriage. So here in my hand, I have a little encouragement for you women out there. Um, Who's dealing with custody issues? So when you have custody issues dealing with um, an ex-parent, you guys may have been together, common-law marriage, but not really married. You may have been engaged to marry, but you just didn't quite jump that broom. Some things may have prevented that. One being, um, you know what I'm saying, how the person chose to live their lives. And we're just going to get into it double mindedness.